The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday presented, of course, by DraftKings. One of my favorite days of the week because I get a chance to talk about every single team including your team. It is a new week, or it's the second day of a new week at least. There's a lot of wild stuff to talk about. So let's get to it in a little bit. But first, remember, spread the word winner this week. Just rate and review the show. It's so crazy easy to do right there on your podcast app, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever. Rate and review the show. And then email it to me, ross at rosstucker.com. Take a screenshot after you do it. Email it to me. Much appreciated. Sponsor confirmation email winner. We got a lot of good ones. ExpressVPN, Uncommon Goods. Freshly is a new one. These awesome meals I just found out about. Symbol, AG1. Loving it and loving the YouTube shout outs. YouTube.com slash NFL. I want to do a shout-out for you or your family or whoever. Give me the opportunity to do it, a cameo-style shout-out. Go to YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL and subscribe and then make any comment on any video. Yes, we check them. Also, check out who the new patrons are every day, like Ricky Bobby. And Ricky has been prolific already on our private Slack channel, which I love, patreon.com slash RT Media. Ricky, welcome to the family. Love that you are a Tuckheads member at patreon.com. Let's keep it rolling. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. With Monday Night Football, Ravens over the Saints 27-13. Ravens improved to 6-3. and three. Saints fall to 3-6. and six. Well, I guess the, the good news, if there is any, for the Saints is that they're not totally out of it, right? Like, they're in the NFC South. So, theoretically, you know, they can still keep battling and maybe go ahead and win the NFC South. I tend to doubt that at three and six, but they're only one game behind 
the Tampa Bay Bucks, which is wild that that division is that bad. I thought it was a really poor performance by the Saints. I know they didn't have Jarvis Landry, but the Ravens didn't have Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is the most important offensive skill position player for the Ravens other than Lamar Jackson. They, They didn't even have him. And the Ravens still totally dominated the game. You know, I thought Lamar Jackson played really well. I thought Greg Roman called a great game. The offensive coordinator for the Ravens, really nice mix and match of running the ball with Kenyon Drake, running the ball at times with Lamar. Um, Some of the passes were wide open. Lamar actually was frustrated after the game because he missed a couple of throws to guys like Demarcus Robinson, wide open. Um, That could have been even more points for the Ravens. But I would say, honestly, the story of this game was the Ravens' defense. You know, the Ravens' defense wasn't playing great earlier in the year. They were struggling a little bit in terms of, you know, some of the issues they were having on the secondary and allowing people to come back. Not on this night. Roquan Smith made his presence felt immediately. I mean, immediately, um, which was really impressive the way Roquan Smith was able to fit into that defense already. Made a bunch of tackles, physical, violent tackles. He definitely adds an element to the Ravens' defense that they were missing, and I think they rallied around that a little bit. Now, the Saints did move the ball pretty decently well, like second quarter and third quarter, but they had to settle for field goals. Both times, they stalled out, settled for field goals. How about Justin Houston? 33 years old. That that was maybe as impressive to me as anything, that Justin Houston at 33 years old was utterly dominant. He had a couple sacks, had an interception. I mean, it was really impressive. And Calais Campbell's 36 years old. I mean, nobody gets more out of older players, it feels like, than the Baltimore Ravens. It was extremely, extremely impressive to see what those guys were able to get done. As the Ravens now, they have a bye. They're looking like a team and a force to be reckoned with. Uh, That was an impressive win for them and a bad, bad win, to say the least, or bad loss, to say the least, for the Saints. By the way, I will say this. Having a couple kids... I'm surprised that there's a lot of parents that haven't installed ExpressVPN on their kids' devices. You know, I think probably a lot of your kids, like my kids, have iPads. Every device has a unique IP address, which is like an internet phone number and reveals personal information about you. I think you guys are familiar with IP addresses. Anyway, it's way, way better to have a VPN so that some type of strangers or whoever, the internet's a scary place, not to get in, dive in deep, but I've had uh, friends whose kids have actually had issues on the internet, um, believe it or not. That's why I really think you should consider getting an ExpressVPN app on your kid's phone or computer to make sure that they are protected Obviously, you know, I've told you guys about Netflix and Disney Plus and uh, the fact that you're able to to switch countries um, and locations with your ExpressVPN. But the big thing is 
make sure you're secure your family's online activity and unlock tons of new shows. There's a bunch because Disney Plus is on there by visiting expressvpn.com slash Tucker. Again, make sure you use my link so you get the extra three months free. That's EXPRESSVPN.com slash Tucker. ExpressVPN.com slash Tucker to learn more. It's time for the all important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is. This week at number 32, the Houston Texans. They actually played pretty well, I thought, against the Philadelphia Eagles. And they certainly played better than the Colts did against the New England Patriots. So the Texans at least have a chance right now to move up this list because of how much of a disaster the Colts have been currently. Uh, Davis Mills did some good things, but primarily it was Damian Pierce and the running attack. Their defense is just young and... And not good enough. But I, I thought that was actually a step forward for the uh, Texans in that game against the Eagles. Number 31, the Indianapolis Colts. Wild day in Indianapolis. They fire Frank Reich, which is like, okay. I mean, Jim Irsay is trying to press any button he can. He made them bench Matt Ryan for Ellinger, which has been a disaster. He makes them fire the offensive coordinator, which was just, I mean, a week earlier, you make them fire the offensive coordinator. That's like adding insult to injury. Now he fires Frank Reich and hires Jeff Saturday as interim head coach. Let me say this about Jeff Saturday. I love Jeff Saturday. Awesome guy. Awesome player. Was very helpful with the 2011 CBA. I think he's an awesome, awesome potential hire for someone someday. But to hire him now as the interim head coach is ludicrous. It, it's ludicrous. It, it really is. And it's nothing to do with Jeff. Football is a unique sport. There are schemes. There's terminology. It's very complicated. I, I actually like outside-the-box hires. I do. But not for an interim head coach in the middle of the season who hasn't coached before. I, I, this makes no sense. Uh, Jim Irsay's press conference made even less sense than that. I don't see how this goes well. They easily could have hired Gus Bradley or John Fox or even if you wanted – the positive vibes of a former Colt, you know, who can take over. What about Reggie Wayne? Reggie Wayne's actually been in the building coaching the whole year. He knows the other coaches. He knows the players on the roster. He knows the terminology. This is uh, not something that feels like it will go very well. And uh, it's shocking to say the least. Number 30, the Carolina Panthers. Horrible, horrible performance by the Panthers. Um, as a result, they've activated Sam Darnold off of IR. Steve Wilkes, the head coach, fired the defensive back coach and the defensive line coach after they had a really bad performance. I don't know. Sometimes this is the owner. 
telling these guys they have to do this. You know, they have to fire certain guys. Sometimes it's Wilkes pulling out every stop he can to try to see if he can do anything to get this team turned around so that he can potentially somehow find a way to win enough games to keep the head coaching job, which I think is very, very unlikely. Number 29, Pittsburgh Steelers. Not very often you see the Steelers this low, but they've earned it this year. They had a bye, so not much to say there. Well, it is pretty often that we see the Lions at number 28. They actually moved up a few spots, though. Their defense had an extraordinarily positive effort. Really, really impressive. So kudos to the Steelers for moving up, um, or to the Lions, I should say, for moving up ahead of teams like the Colts, Panthers, Steelers. You know, they... Didn't play great on offense, but they played well enough on defense. And I would love to see the Lions get some momentum, win some games moving forward because, um, you know, I like Dan Campbell. I'd I like to see him get a third year. 27, the Jaguars. Nice win for the Jags. Terrible loss for the Raiders, but nice win for the Jaguars. And I think I said this yesterday, but to repeat myself, I think it's a real positive that Trevor Lawrence played his best game in a while. I think Doug Peterson said after the game that you know it was a positive step for Trevor Lawrence. I would agree with that. They needed that. He needed that. 26, the Cardinals. They were 26 last week. They're not a good team. They had a chance against the Seahawks, couldn't hold on to it. Very curious to see what happens with Cliff Kingsbury. Just like I thought it was a curious decision for uh, Michael Bidwell to give Kingsbury the big contract extension he did before the year. Number 25, the Green Bay Packers. Pretty remarkable. They were 25 last week, Bry, and I didn't drop them any lower because as bad as they've been, they still are better than these other bad teams, I think, below them. But now with the injuries, Rashawn Gary officially a torn ACL. They've got a bunch of other guys injured. I actually will have um, Dr. Chow, uh, pro football doc, will be on today's Even Money podcast to detail some of the injuries around the league that are going to make a big difference moving forward, especially here in Week 10. So it'll be good to have Chow on the Even Money podcast to get that that extra insight that he has from Sports Injury Central, and the Packers are a big part of that. The Raiders, number 24. They're still better, I think, than these other teams below them, but there's bad stuff going on with the Raiders. Bad stuff. I mean, when Devontae Adams says we shouldn't be losing games like this, we should stick with what works. When Derek Carr says there's things he's not going to talk about right now, it feels like it's getting ugly in Las Vegas already for Josh McDaniels. Number 23, Denver Broncos. They had a bye after the uh, London game the week before, so not much to say there other than we'll see if they can pick up where they left off. They did have a couple nice touchdown drives in that game. Number 22, the Bears. Boy, the one thing that's been noticeable about the Bears recently is Justin Fields, his ability. He has some unique, uncommon abilities. And uncommon goods, Bri? 
is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. They know exactly what they want. You're looking for whoever it is, right? Your spouse, your mom, your dad, your sibling. They've got art and jewelry to kitchen, home, and bar. I actually like some of the different classes and stuff, experiences. I'm more of an experience guy, so I like some of the experiences you can get. Honestly, you've never even heard of like half the gifts they have. You wouldn't even think of it. They're basically doing the, you know, the shopping for you and getting cool, unique stuff you wouldn't have been able to come up with. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash Tucker. That's uncommongoods.com slash Tucker for 15% off. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Number 21, the Super Bowl reigning champion, Los Angeles Rams. Sean McVay says they're going to make changes. I'm curious to see exactly what those changes are because obviously they need to make changes. Offensive line has taken a big step back from last year, and it's mainly a personnel thing. Number 20, Cleveland Browns. Had a bye after that impressive Monday night win over the Bengals. So not much to say here other than, you know, sort of like the Broncos. Curious to see how they come out of the bye. Number 19, Washington Commanders. That would have been a big win, Bri. That would have been a really big win over the Vikings. Would have been four in a row. Would have really had some positive momentum for the Commanders. I I would have had them a decent amount higher on this list. Number 18, the Saints. Kind of already talked about them. The only reason that this isn't already a terrible loss season for the Saints is because of how bad the rest of the NFC South is. And the fact that they traded their first-round pick to the Eagles is scary because that is going to be a very high pick, it seems like. Sticking in the NFC South, let's go to the Falcons at 17. Feel similarly about the Falcons as I do about the Commanders, Bri, which is to say, so close, man. I mean, they got that win, then they would have been a decent amount higher, I think, on this list as well. They have been able to pull that one off against the Chargers. Jets are number 16. Thought about moving the Jets higher. Impressive win over the Bills. But I still just look at these other teams and think, I don't know, neutral site, five games in my backyard, best of seven, whatever it is. Do I think the Jets are better than the Bucks or the Patriots or the Chargers? Not really. I mean, they got a really good record, 6-3, and three, but I still don't, don't think that they're better than those teams. Although, with Zach Wilson playing that well, that was a huge step in the right direction. Number 15, the Bucks. Boy, did they need that. I mean, they needed that win in the worst way. They still didn't really play that great. Although, I will say, I thought they played really well defensively. And so, I'm curious to see whether or not they can keep that up, you know, on um, moving forward. You know, Brady didn't, and, and the offense weren't great till the end when they had to be, but they played really well defensively, which I think is a, 
a good sign for them moving forward because the defense had kind of dropped off. Number 14, the Patriots. Patriots seemingly always play well defensively. I mean, they, they, have, they were lights out against a bad Colts team, a zillion sacks, pressure on Ellinger, pick six. Patriots are winning right now with defense and special teams. This is like old-school Patriots football. Number 13, the Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. San Diego, Super Chargers, San Diego, Chargers. So not a not not like an overly impressive win, but that's the kind of game that the Chargers usually lose. They usually lose, and you're like, oh, my gosh, the Chargers. They found a way to win it, and they deserve credit for that. Number 12, the Cincinnati Bengals. Much better. Much better performance by the Bengals. O-line played better. Defense played better. They, they bounced back in a loud and proud way after that debacle on Halloween night against the Browns. Number 11, the G-Men. The G-Men got dropped a couple spots, primarily because I, I just think these other teams are better than them if they played a series of games. G-Men didn't play great out in Seattle. Then they had a bye, so not much to say there, really. Number 10, the San Francisco 49ers. Had a bye, which really just gives Kyle Shanahan more time to go into the lab and figure things out for Christian McCaffrey. I didn't move the Niners up or down, just kept them exactly where they were. Number nine, the Seahawks. The Seahawks are for real. And it's not only one of the biggest surprises of the year, it might be the best story of the year, what we're seeing from Geno Smith. And as a result, the Seahawks are my team of the week, brought to you by Symbol, the stock market for sports. Download the Symbol mobile app and use promo code ROSS for a free stock valued up to $150. You know me, Bri. I love when guys get their first start. I love when they get a chance. I want as many NFL players, quarterbacks, I don't care, to get a start in the NFL. A, just to be able to say they did it. They started an NFL game. And B, to show what they can do, to see if they can, they can make it on the level or not. But I'm loving Geno Smith getting a second chance. You don't get a lot of second chances in life. He's making the most of it, which I think is a lesson for all of us in every aspect of life. I think Geno Smith is the best story in the NFL so far this year. Uh, number eight, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins won again. 6-0 and in games that Tua starts and finishes although I don't like that stat because he should not have finished the Buffalo Bills game number seven the Dallas Cowboys at a bye so not much to say about those Cowboys other than a lot of rumors out there about the Cowboys being interested in Odell Beckham Jr. I can absolutely see that I can see him wanting everything that goes along with being a Cowboy number six the Tennessee Titans so I moved the Titans up a couple spots. I am so impressed by them. So impressed by them. Uh, Mike Vrabel, that was an impressive performance on the road in Kansas City. They are tough. They are physical. And I'll talk to Dr. Chow today, longtime Chargers team orthopedic surgeon, about Tannehill and when he'll be back because 
when it when they get him back and he's healthy, Titans are going to be a force again this year. They're going to be a tough out. Number five, Baltimore Ravens. Move them up a spot. They deserve it. Ravens look good. That that's the best they've looked all season. And Lamar Jackson still missed some throws. Number four, the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. So some people would look at that performance against Washington and say, oh, it wasn't that great. Maybe I should drop them. No, I'm not some people. They found a way to win on the road, down by 10 in the fourth quarter against a team that had won three games in a row. That actually tells me these are not the same old Vikings. This is a team that has – they now have a culture there of winning these close games late. Number three, Buffalo Bills. A lot to say about the Buffalo Bills, first of which is, as you know, it's my favorite team that I played for. One of the reasons for that, Labatt Blue Light. I loved drinking Labatt Blue Light when I was in Buffalo. That was our beer. If you hung out with the team or the offensive line in Buffalo when I was there, and I'm sure it's the same now, there would be no better way for us to hang out than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt Blue Light in hand. I forget who tweeted me a picture of her and her dog with Labatt Blue last night, but love it. Thank you. Keep them coming. At Ross Tucker NFL. Stock up and be the MVP of your tailgate and share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Anything else you want to say about Buffalo? Yes. Um, really bad loss. Uh, the type that they have had the last couple years. We're going to get more information on Josh Allen soon. He's the number one reason why Dr. Chow is coming on the Even Money podcast. I need to know the span of possibilities for the guy that was the MVP favorite before a really poor performance against the Jets. Number two, Kansas City Chiefs. Not their best performance, but they still won. They still got it done. Mahomes was incredible, and they played shutout lockdown defense in the second half. They figured it out and got it done. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... Once again, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think anybody's debating this anymore. I mean, I don't even think there's a good argument for anybody else other than the Eagles. If you want to say Chiefs or Bills, they've both lost two games already. They both have had a bunch of close games. Maybe they're playing tougher schedules. I don't care. The Eagles uh, have won most of their games by double digits. They beat the team with the second-best record, the Vikings, by double digits, and the Vikings are 7-1. and one. The Eagles have a very good team. It'll be interested to see – how long they can keep this winning streak going. It'll be interesting to see, you know, what their record is at the end of the year. They are an impressive, impressive squad so far, somewhat surprisingly, for sure. It's not a surprise, Bri, that we have so many I think we're done here members of patreon.com slash RT Media because people realize there's thousands and thousands of people listening to the show. And you can get a shout out for your business at the end of every show for a hundred bucks a month. Are you kidding me? Pizza Boy Brewing, Sporticulture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, 
Vision Comics with an X, backofficescheduler.com, and of course, myfrontpagestory.com. We were talking about unique gifts earlier in the show, talking about uncommon goods. There is no more unique or better gift than myfrontpagestory.com. If you haven't at least gone to the website and seen what these things look like, you're missing out. Just see a couple pictures of what these awesome gifts look like. It's a front page story for a loved one in your life. Myfrontpagestory.com. Even money, a little bit later this morning, college draft will be tomorrow along with the Fantasy Feast podcast. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.